Welcome along to our first session here on Full Time. I want to send a shout out going out to our sponsors, Race Greg Motors, uh, down there on Race Street. First of all, we'd like to welcome to uh, Full Time our first fool on the line. We've got Ra Walker. Morning, bro. Oh, good morning, Keithy. Yes, the biggest fool of all. And uh, look, I'm having a late brunch, having, uh, you know, cheese, chicken, tomatoes on a toast. Celebrating the Warriors win last night. Up the Warriors. Go the Warriors. You, you, you're having a late lunch, is it? It's a very, very, very uh, late brunch. lunch. Uh, it's called a brunch. Oh, you're having a brunch. In, in, in civilised there, Keithy. Ah, ah, is that what it is? Okay. Also, uh, we welcome from up there in Pairoa, our man from Ngāiwi FM. We've got Reno Wilkinson. Morena, bro. Yeah, morena, morena. Been up and about already, checking out the local garage sales and uh, went to be part of one today, getting rid of everything that's been associated with the history of the Battle of the Streets motorbike race. Everything's just about gone out the door. So I've been up and about early this morning. Nice. Also joining us this time, he last weekend he was with us in Gay Paris in Paris. He joins us now from somewhere over there in Ireland. We say a big kia ora going out to our man, Jason Tafifirangi. Kia ora, JT. Yeah, kia ora, boys. Top of the evening to you from uh, a beautiful place called Shannon, which is in the Midwest of Ireland. Over here for a mate's wedding, and I'll tell you what, boys, I've travelled to you know, a few places around, but uh, Ireland is definitely near the top of the list, 100%. Excellent. Okay. Top of the morning, JT, top of the morning. Top of the morning, indeed. Now, um, last, you know, for the last couple of times on, 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 on full-time and also on um, uh, on half-time, we've been leading with cricket. Now, I know we shouldn't, but I'm going to just say a big cure and I want to send a big shout-out going out to, I don't know who, who it was that um, did the music for the uh, Cricket World Cup in Lords, but, and I forgot to mention this um, either uh, on, on Wednesday when we, when we had our half-time show. Now, they played, would you believe this, they played Poirier at Lords. Yeah. In uh, on the World Cup final, after Martin Guptill hit a six, they played poor year. So how about that? Big shout out going out to well, whoever gathered the music um, for that. Hey, well, did you see that? That might actually get me to like the game now. There's a bit more no. Maori sort of flavour in, in, in the sport itself. So you know, hey, look, no, now once they do the haka, then they've got me hooked. <laughs> Fair enough. They also played a whole bunch of other. Um, uh, music tracks, New Zealand music tracks. When New Zealand were in the, um, uh, we're, in, we're having their batting innings. So yeah, I thought that was just something special. But I was just seeing that six getting hit off by Martin Guptill, and I just remember hearing "Poor Year" uh, uh, that mm. was blasted throughout the ground and obviously throughout the world. That's something special, eh, Reno? What do you reckon, bro? Oh, mate, when they're bringing the Kiwiana to it. Makes it extra special, and uh, hearing that song played as well at the home of cricket, eh? Yeah, it was good. I actually, I know what you're talking about. I was listening to that as well, hearing a few of the uh, Kiwi classics, and yeah, they really turned it on. Um, but oh, you know, it's cricket, mate. It is Ra's favourite sport. <laughs> 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 that, no. game is, that game is so much my favourite sport. The latest word on the street is apparently that Kiwi Bank New Zealand of the Year. England player Ben Stokes has been nominated for Kiwi Bank New Zealand of the Year. That's why I love the game. <laughs> New Zealander of the Year. That's a bit yep. uh, ridiculous, Ben Stokes oh, being named New reason. Zealander of the Year. <laughs> what do you reckon on that one, JT? 
Oh, it's a bit like the way the game finished. It's a, it's farcical, but uh, you know, <laughs> he's obviously got some connection for his old man Gerard Stokes. He, a good mm. Canterbury Rugby League man. He ended up in the north of England coaching up there. That's how Ben was raised yes. uh, up in that part of the world, and you know, he went on to play for England. And you know, he's a world champion now, and, and well done to him. But I suppose he really talked about this during the midweek show, but they needed to overhaul those rules and put something in place so that does not happen again. That's an absolute joke. That was a joke. It was an absolute joke. Uh, well, that, uh, that's how we see it anyway. But, um, yeah, it, it is how, how it is. It is what it is, eh, uh, JT, in, in, that, in that regard. I mean, uh, just, oh, I don't know. What do you reckon, just, bro? I just, I just felt like apologising to the rest of the cricketing world for letting the stinking palms win one. <laughs> Oh, they didn't even like, win. Know, well, they they won the World Cup, but Jesus Christ, they didn't even win that game. Just typical. The English, they win. They win a game twice. Um, they, no, sorry, they draw a game twice. That means they win the World Cup. I don't get how that works. But, well, oh, I've had my, I've had some Aussie mates sort of messaging me and saying, "Will you, will you let the bloody body line thing go now?" After the other oh, the underarm <laughs> thing, go. please. True enough. True enough. Let's talk a bit of um, league, of course. Uh, a couple of um, uh, good games um, of league that we had. A eh, eh, Reno, what do you reckon, bro? Yeah, been a pretty exciting week. I suppose the uh, main headline uh, history with the lady making her uh, yes. debut refereeing the game, the first woman, mm. uh, Belinda Sharp, uh, which has been huge uh, for the lady. So uh, that's great to see and. Um, I was only watching a story last night about a lady who's going to be the uh, first female referee in the Shield. Shield Challenge yes. as well. Yes. Yeah, so it's been a massive uh, few days uh, for the Wahine, and good to see her out there as well, uh, doing her role. But uh, yeah, just back to the game, I suppose. A couple of the games. Um, I'm not too sure if JT caught about any of this, uh, being on the other side of the world, but Broncos um, had to do it tough, even though the scoreline shows they were dominant, especially in the second half. Uh, they had a good win over the uh, Doggies, what, 28-6. Um, last night, Warriors down in Wellington beat the Sharks 19-18 and the Penny Panthers just too good for the Dragons 40-18. Yeah, did you have, were you able to catch any of that league uh, there over there, were you, um, JT? Yeah, I did um, see the highlights for the NRL app and I actually watched the Warriors one just a couple of minutes ago, so I knew what I was talking about. And, mm -hmm. uh, mate, that, that Britain knee quarter pass was, uh, you know, was pretty forward, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you reckon? What do you reckon, Reno? <laughs> well, I suppose it's just another one of those days in the life and times of the Warriors and the NRL referees. That was blatantly forward. We passed it before the line, and the uh, try scorer graded over the line. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, it's what it is. Uh, ain't going to change it. No. It's just the next thing into the next. Uh, one of the referee blunders is a few things that go on, but that's what we like about the NRL, always is controversial. But you hear JT's right, it was forward. Um, oh, us boys would be happy, eh? One point, doesn't matter how you do it. They finally get a drop kick. Oh, Greeny gets it over there, and they come home with the uh, two points. Uh, well, they do indeed. They do indeed. I, I guess you could say that they certainly do come away with the, with, with the two points. And one of the good things, I suppose, is at least they haven't lost for the last couple of games. I think it's been about two or two games so far, and uh, don't put the cloud wash on them, Keithy. Don't no, put the cloud wash on them. Why sort of uh, you know too late. Them big reps. I think it was three weeks ago. I said that um, they needed to win every single game from here on in. Well, 
they've well, they haven't well there's one that they haven't won and that was with a draw of course last week um and and and, and the sharks well they they beat them if, even though it was only just but uh I, I don't know it was it was a tough game um what do you reckon um Reno oh it was frustrating as hell for the warriors the, fans but, yes. but the warriors yeah it was they couldn't even break the line I, how how long were they down in that area the amount of sixes they had, yeah. and they couldn't even break the line. Didn't even use their head to even go for two points, man. And if they did go for those two points, they would have been well, and the score line would have been in the twenties. But they couldn't even bust the line, so they were very lucky, actually, very lucky to win. Um, but without, you know, two big names on the sidelines, old Kenny Mamalo ruled out, Fisitur ruled out. They brought in a young Pompey in, but um, oh well, hey, like I say, um, smiles on the face for the fans who sat there in their horrible wet weather and during the game um it was a frustrating game but two points is what it is you move on to your next one and that's going to be tough against the eels next weekend sean johnson what do you what did you reckon of sean johnson um in that game down there bro yeah yeah he played a standard game uh, did a couple of kicks might have went wrong set up a good try a good pass there and he had to play um playing against his former mates and a bit of the whanau down there so he was a big occasion for him uh, especially Did back you... in the country with his fiance, and you know she's come back for sad reasons, obviously, of the passing in her family. But um, yeah, but um, yeah, no, well, he played all right. What do you? Did reckon? you happen to see the? Did you happen to see the banner, Keith? That the Warriors fans had about the Sharks and about Sean Johnson in particular. <laughs> the sharks have the Sharks might have a big bite, but they've only got a little Johnson. <laughs> Very well done, I gotta say. Very speaking well of, done. Speaking of speaking uh, of speaking of Warriors fans, bro, I was, it was this morning um, local time here in Ireland. I got a video phone call from your namesake. Okay. He was sitting on the train getting ready to go home back to Porirua after the game. I didn't realise the game was in Wellington, but he was yes. sitting there in his full, you know, full regalia, the whole, right. the whole kit and caboodle, and it was good to hear from him. And uh, he said to say good day to you. So, oh, okay, good day. Oh, nice, nice. Of course, he's a big Warriors fan. He's been oh, for quite one some of the time. Biggest. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And it would have been wonderful for him to get down to uh, get down to um, the uh, stadium, the the Caketon, I think, is what. Um, Ra calls it. Uh, so it was good to see the game down there in Wellington. The thing, though, Ra, not very, you know, it was almost empty. What did you reckon, bro? Yeah, well, you're not wrong there, Casey, and, and I pointed it out. I mean, you know, not, not good support for the Warriors in terms of that, but you can understand why. I mean, you know, given their, their past record, people don't want to waste money, and, and, you know, Wellington's not the warmest of places in, in winter of sorts, so they'd rather be in the campus of their own home watching the, the boys lose, but, you know, this time they're just making a win, and uh, I don't know, it, it may change their fortunes, and it's like what I say, when they win, I don't bag them, they'll get more support when they lose, well, then everybody jumps on the bandwagon and just sort of rushes the heck out of them, but, you know, that's what they need to do now, if they can, but I don't think so. As much as I say, you know, you're putting the cry wash on them, I think they'll sort of uh, slip back into their, their normal run-of-the-mill form uh, this coming weekend and probably have another disastrous uh, loss, which is sad because, you know, when you see them play, uh, they, they do have potential, you know, give the odd mistakes every now and then, but every team goes through those motions. And, no, I think uh, in terms of getting more crowd down on Wellington, um, it's all about notching up the points, and that's what they need to do uh, consistently, not consistently, not that every now and then. Mm. 
well, the thing is, if they do become consistent, it won't be the Warriors. What do you reckon, Reno? I mean, and, and this is an interesting point, I think. Um, uh, you know, people seem to be bagging the Warriors, even though they had a win, you know? Um, they, they, they won yesterday, um, uh, Reno, but people are still bagging them. <laughs> you can't, you know, you can't win, you can't lose, teams. What do you reckon, bro? Oh, you never, you, you never will. You never will. They'll get bagged full stop, mate. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they win or lose. Even if they get to the grand final, won the grand final, people will still bag them. Indeed. It's just what it is, and you have to deal with it whether you like it or not. Rugby league in general gets bagged. True. I don't need to carry on from there, so, you know, it doesn't matter if they're winning or not. So, yep. who cares, mate? If they win the grand final, those who are loyal will celebrate, and you know those ones. But you still get them bagged. Yeah, interesting to see though. That's just rugby. That's just rugby league in general. I guess it is. The Broncos, of course, especially uh, in this country. I know. Tell me about it. The Broncos, though, they had a, a, a good win, even though. Well, you said it was a tough game, but um, still, may have been a tough game. But that 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 scoreline says different, eh? Twenty-eight. Oh yeah, yeah. It was only a game of two halves. A good old cliche there, but um, you know, doggies are in there for a little little while there, and uh, yeah, the Bronx just stepped up. Uh, Panthers Panthers look pretty good. The Dragons are in a whole lot of problems. You know, there, there's more teams that are in worse situations than the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. True enough, eh? True enough. But uh, but that's just what it is, you know. Like Warriors might win next week. Well, you know. Against the Eels? It'll, it'll still carry on, mate. They've got an it'll opportunity. Yeah, they, they can still... I, I think that, well, they've still got chances you know they're still alive they can still get into the grand final which is what i said two years ago that they'll be going to the grand oh, final <laughs> still having i'm still not off it yet they they need one loss and that'll be it probably I, i'll tell you this they need a loss and if they don't get that loss then i reckon they'll get into the grand final but well we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later the roosters i've, I've heard some rubbish in my time but that's right <laughs> all i'm saying is they need a loss to not make it that's what i'm saying there's still a number of oh, more games they've got a tough run to they've got to play the raiders twice they've got to play the roosters They've got some hard games coming up. I know they do. It's going to, like I said, and there's obviously a loss probably in there, but if that does happen, until then, my faith is still remaining. Let's go to the Roosters Knights game, which will be on today there, uh, Reno. <laughs> 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 nice, nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> yeah, a quick segue too. Either got out of the firing zone quite quick then, though. <laughs> Roosters Knights, bro. I think the Roosters will beat the Knights, and I think they'll beat the Warriors in about three weeks' time. Okay. What about you, Reno? Yeah, yeah, the Knights' wheels are going to fall off, mate. Roosters will win it because they suffered that loss last week. They want to bounce back. So, yeah, Roosters. Raiders, uh, the Tigers there, uh, JT? I think the Raiders will beat the Tigers. The Tigers are on a slippery slide, and the Raiders will win that one, and they'll beat the Warriors twice in the run home. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about you, uh, Reno? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Raiders. Raiders be too good for Tigers. Cowboys, Rabbitohs, JT? Well, like the others, I think the Rabbitohs have won that one, and they've got to play the Warriors once more this year. I think they'll win that one too, Keithy. No way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> they might get beaten by the Raiders, but I don't think that... Well, who knows? Titan Storm, which is going to be tomorrow there, um, uh, Reno? 
Ah, oh, Storm, bro. Storm got this all the way, mate. They're grand final all the way. They're sharp team, mate. You can't, can't. Yeah, they're a good team. Storm all the way. Um, see, well, what I heard is that um, the Titans actually might be. Is this correct? Might be relocating and also might be rebranding. Is that right, Reno? I don't know. I haven't heard. Um, yeah, there is, there is some. There is some talk about that, Keith. It's been in the pipeline for a couple of years now. Gold Coast, when they first got the license, were told they needed to be successful. Right. And they haven't quite uh, lived up to their expectation mm. yet. Just a, the, this, this season could be the final nail in the coffin. They've got, got to approach, uh, sorry, appoint new coaches. So uh, the, the candidates in line for that job are yes. Jeff Toovey and oh. the two Walker boys, Ben and, ben and Shane, who've coached Ipswich at uh, Queensland Cup level. And apparently they're... they're um, a good chance. They've got some good man management skills. They've worked uh, with um, Wayne Bennett, and they've uh, apparently they just, they've, they've, they interviewed really well, and um, they should have got the job the last time. But one of the owners stepped in and said, "Nah, give it to Garth Brennan. That hasn't worked for them, unfortunately." Mm. So uh, look, the Titans. And, you know, I live on the Gold Coast. So I've got to support the local team to a degree. And I hope they can turn their their season of woe around and get the the ship steady and. Uh, just not tomorrow, though. I don't want to beat the Storm, because in uh, saying that the Storm are resting five, five big yeah. players, Munster, yeah. Kafusi, yeah. Uh, Adoka, Chambers, and um, and one other. So they've, they've got five big names out, but it's a chance to give the younger guys a run around and, and right. uh, show that they deserve to be there. But, uh, yeah, good luck to the Titans, but I think the Storm went by probably about 10 to 20. True enough. Sea Eagles and the uh, Eels there, um, JT. Tough one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Tough one at home, Manly uh, at at, um, at Brookvale. Both these types, both these teams uh, play the Warriors throughout the year for, for the remainder of the year. So there's there's a win each team. But uh, <laughs> um, I, 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 I like Manly. Manly at home. What about you, uh, Reno? Bloody hell, picking on the Warriors. Um, uh, I got eels, eh? There you go. The eels. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, last night I was able to catch um, that. Uh, is it Keeping the Faith um, documentary uh, that they showed that on oh, Prime um, last last night? Uh, obviously, there are how many parts are there, um, Reno? I saw part one, three, three, three. So I saw part one, and it was just really interesting. You know, it g- gave you a, a bit of a, a an inside look, didn't it? Now I know you you obviously watched this. Uh, 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 Back away uh, 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 a few weeks ago, there, eh, Reno? Uh, probably you yeah. too, JT. I'm not sure, but um, you know, it was a. Re- it gives you a really good um, inside look at not just um, the Warriors themselves, but how a, a professional rugby league outfit kind of runs, uh, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it showed you the highs and the lows uh, where people were in regards to uh, having a team out of this country into their competition was massive. Yeah. And uh, look, I know some of the parts that you're talking about uh, where the players just played for uh, the Aroha for the love of the game. Mm. Um, you know, really was going to sacrifice, sacrifice uh, the income as such. And that did happen in parts of that. Yeah. Uh, it was a huge struggle. Look, what opened up for me when I watched that, and I didn't realise this, that uh, the Warriors franchise were paying the other teams to come yes. and play them here in our own country. How is that? I never knew that. I Boy. never, ever knew that. That blew yeah. me away. And 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 it was quite a significant uh, cost uh, to bring them over to play. And 
gee, that takes a lot of your money, especially when you're trying to set it up. I reckon. And you can understand why they had uh, alcohol branding behind them and everything yeah. because um, the DB Bitter brand was huge uh, back in its day. But, yeah, they've had some tough times and just didn't realise, you know, but that, that gave me a bit of a shock that you had to pay teams to come and play. Yeah? <coughs> I don't know if it worked vice versa. The Warriors got paid to go over there and play in the Winfield Cup back then. I, doubt I don't it. know, but... Probably yeah, not. They was play... huge. No, nah, yeah, I, I don't think they did. I reckon they had to pay both, you know, their fares going over there as well as the uh, team's fares coming over, probably, eh? Um, yeah, that's yeah, something I didn't know. I did hear a story, though, that um, I think the Warriors, to go over there and play when, in their first year, uh, were paying to be part of the game over there in Australia. Yeah. So they were paying teams to come here and play them at, our, I think it was, what, Ericsson Stadium back then? Right, yes. Uh, but they were also paying a subsidy to go to the Winfield Cup oh. for them to play another team oh, over okay. there as well. So right. there was cost factors right. involved yes, at yes, both yes. sides. Right. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that kind of blew me away, actually, and opened up to how much money. Um, it was a lot of money involved in there, man. It was. It was a lot of money. And, 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 and the thing is, you know, I mean, it was a lot of money back then. Now the money is even more and more, I would suggest. You know, there's just an increase... I, I dare say, and not just expenses, but an income as well, um, and uh, as well as expenditure. Uh, so, uh, boy, a lot of money uh, certainly um, is involved. Uh, I, I had forgotten that Tai Nui had also invested in the Warriors. Great investment there, Tai Nui. But, uh, yeah, it just, it just uh, kind of fathoms the mind. Um, quite frankly, but uh, also the big game, the the very first game itself was, was something special too, eh? Uh, wasn't it, Reno? Now I, I'm talking to you oh. in particular because you were there and you saw just how big yeah. it was, and um, you know, uh, it, it was quite unreal. Uh, looking back on it, what near on 25 years ago, eh, bro? Yeah, it was huge. It was huge. Marked a special occasion in history for our country to get involved in a predominantly Aussie competition uh, where most of us from the 80s are watching the NRL. We all had our favourite teams back in its heyday. Uh, you know, all the um, real hard men of the game back in the day and they have a little team from New Zealand be involved and we heard about the build-up with it, the uh, bringing in of um, some great players from all over, Australasia, England, uh, and have that opening with the army affair and everything like that and just to go down uh, to a Broncos team who, you remember rightly, the Broncos team were kicking butt back in yes. those days. Had yes. some big star players. and So, uh, yeah, it was huge. It was massive for our country. And, yeah, it was a, something I'll never forget, you know. Yeah. Loved the league. Uh, loved the NRL. Loved the Winfield Cup and everything like that. The origin and all that stuff. And just to have out a team from this country uh, be part of that comp was huge. And then it nearly folded yes. uh, during that uh, Super league. episode. And nearly yeah. went, we nearly went bust. Uh, until you had guys with finance money, and you could see why yeah. they brought Tiny into it, because they got 170 mm. million in treaty, and we knew they had to knock on that door to kind of get some life back into this uh, franchise. Uh, and that nearly went bust what, within the first two or three years. So, yeah. you know, you had your Graham Lowe, now Sir Graham Lowe, Doyle, all these people. Um, There's big investors just to keep it alive. I think players are getting paid something like, was it 50000 a season? Okay. Might be even lower than that. Might be as low as twenty odd thousand. But it was more the passion, the love of the game, and playing for a club that was from this country. So, yeah, it was tough times. But no, that, I remember that night, mate. It was massive. It was huge. Mm, indeed. 
I'm sure people that were there will probably never forget it. Anyway, we're going to go to a break. We'll be back with more full time. Stay locked on to us for more after this. On behalf of the full timers, I would just like to say big thanks to Joachim Currid, who brings us our music intro. Check him out on joachimcurrid.com. He's also on YouTube. Twitter, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram, and follow him on Facebook. Another big thanks goes out to Silent Partner, who brings us our outro. Check out their music on YouTube. And also thanks must go to the Polish Ambassador for the backing music for this promo. Check out the Polish Ambassador on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Beatport, Instagram, Twitter, and on his website, thepolishambassador.com. You're listening to a podcast produced by Turangi FM, number one iwi radio station in Aotearoa. We play each full-time session on Turangi FM, Saturday mornings at 10am. You can listen in live on our Turangi FM media page. Just click the main Turangi FM logo to tune in online. Or if you're in the Gisborne area, we're on the radio frequencies 91.7, 95.7 and 98.1. Also check out the full-time Facebook page where you can listen to the podcast again. Make comments and click links that will lead you to other ways to listen to the podcast, such as Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Podchaser and Tumblr. Right, let's get back to the fools on Full Time. to our second session here on full time I want to send another shout out of course going out to our sponsors Race Greg Motors they are down there on Grace Street now before we get back into it I uh, just want to tell you that if you um, uh, watch out for our full time our full time um, post, uh, podcast we've, uh, we're going to be doing like a Rugby World Cup special which uh, kicks off around about September the first game is on September the 20th that's for the Rugby World Cup and we're going to be podcasting practically every single game that uh, is going to be happening during the podcast we're going to be bringing it to you it's only going to be a 15 minute podcast about rugby uh, uh, rugby about the Rugby World Cup so be listening watching looking out for that you can catch it in particular on Facebook or go to iTunes, check out full time. Right, uh, we continue on. Of course, uh, we're talking about our Māori, our Māori boys, eh, uh, Reno? They're going to be playing up in Rotorua, looking for a bit of redemption, hopefully, eh? What do you reckon, bro? Yeah, it should be redemption, mate. Uh, I think it uh, should be all good, actually, with this uh, Māori team as well. Uh, the curtain raiser will be good, the uh, Māori under-20s. Uh, that'll be a good game as well, so I'm uh, looking forward to seeing how those youngsters go, and as you say, Keith, the, uh, the big game to follow this afternoon. Um, Fiji has a rod, not their conditions are used to, uh, be a bit wet underfoot, so you mightn't see too much speed. I think the uh, physicality and the size of the Fijian boys 
might just struggle today, and the mm. Mighty Boys might get up at home. But uh, no doubt we'll be a big crowd there, I would guess. Uh, everyone cheering on Buller Buller and the Māori going hard out as well, and no doubt we'll hear poor year there as well. <laughs> well, I heard that um, there were going to be some major changes to the uh, Fijian team, and probably a couple of changes to the uh, Māoris as well. So obviously that's probably going to make a difference too, eh? Yeah, it will do. Uh, I think so. Uh, the coach will expand. Well, there's a couple more games for the Māori as well. But, yeah, one game at a time. Forget about last week in Suba. The Fijians enjoy that, mate, in their sunny weather. And it's not that kind of conditions, unfortunately, here in, uh, around just down in Rotorua, from what I understand. But, yeah, changing in the team. Um, I'm glad we're talking about this blooming game, eh? Because mm. no one else in the world is talking about it on any media. Really? All they're talking about is the bloody All Blacks in Argentina. So uh, glad we can talk about our Māori team and give it some recognition because it deserves it, especially in your area, mate. There's Absolutely. Uh, proud Māori players down there, and uh, especially going to Rotorua when you think of the tourism mecca uh, for Māori. So uh, it's massive. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I wish I could be there. Um, yeah. I've got things on today. But, yeah, you know, go, go the Māori, eh? For sure. We're doing... there and, uh, represent their whānau, bro, you know, Absolutely. and they're doing it proud. Absolutely. And we're doing a special podcast just specifically for that too, eh, Ra? Oh, we are, Keith, and, and hopefully, uh, you know, we, uh, yeah, we, we might yeah. get some of our peers and radio joining us for uh, for the World Cup specials as well, yeah. you know, just to get their take and their thoughts from their areas, because it's going to be one of the, the country's biggest uh, events, even though it's not been held here, but it is our national game, our national sport, uh, a religion, as they used to say back in the old days, so we're going to do our best to cover it all uh, within, what, 15 minutes, Keith? 15 minutes, Easy mate. Said, Hey, yeah, yep. well, easier said than done because, uh, you know, as we know from our full-time we can, shows, we can there was a chance yes. we could have gone on for like a we whole week. We could rip it apart, but, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, sadly, yeah, sadly well, we've, we've also got to try, not just that, we've also got to try and cover the Argentina All Blacks game as well. Mm. And, and there's another big game on uh, in this uh, area. We've got the Poverty Bay final, YMP and OBM as well, Ra. So well, and, and, and I'm going for, for our boys uh, YMP. I mean, hopefully they can sort of uh, do the deed and uh, do it for Māori rugby, do it for the whānau here in, in, in Gizzi and, and out of Manutuka and all over the place, uh, you know, who will be sort of... Uh, all over the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah, indeed, Keith. But hey, look, can I just go back to, 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 to that Māori game, Keithy? Um, yep. You know, one thing about the Māori team, yeah, I, we they don't get a heck of a lot of promotion No, they don't. It's like, no, um, you know, some people say they're second rate, well, try third rate. You know, it's like yes. they're third or fourth uh, in, in the queue, which is sad. And, you know, the reasons, like, let's not be hard on them. They do lose against a team like Fiji, even though we've beaten them more times than any. But yeah. the fact of the matter is Fiji gets to play as a country against, you know, international opposition, where the Māori only get one, two, mm. three, maybe four games a year if they're lucky if to come that. together. If so, that. you know, tr- and, and it's usually a second string sort of our up-and-coming young players. So, you know, a lot of people would have been hard on them for losing to Fiji. Actually, a lot of people were the opposite. They were mm. supportive of Fiji. I was, because it's always good to see our neighbours you know, from the island, sort of uh, have the odd win or two. Let's just not make it a habit. And hopefully our, our boys, given the weather conditions, uh, will have the drop on, on, on the Buller boys because they're not used to playing in the wet and in the colder, colder weather. So hopefully we, we can secure one. I actually saw, well, I don't know, maybe it was my particular Facebook page, or the social media that I saw, um, more, more than anything, it was very positive. Not so, maybe not so much positive for the for the Maldives, but it was positive for rugby, in particular 
Fijian rugby because uh, I think the way that Fiji played was just uh, they 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 just mm. last weekend. They played some beautiful rugby, you know. It yeah. was skills. It was skills that you saw some of the um, big boys running with ball in hand, dishing it out behind the back, uh, around yeah, the corner. Isn't, isn't that isn't that typical Fijian free flying rugby? Exactly, and, and that's why we love to see it, and that's why we don't mind them beating us. Because, Absolutely, you know, we're we're actually quite supportive. I don't know. I put a post on social media, and I don't know. I didn't get no negative negative thoughts because you know we're all, we're all on that same boat. We don't mind Fiji winning. Uh, every now and then, as long as it's not, you know, all the time. Um, but the way they play the game, yes. it's truly a spectacle, and, and it's fantastic to watch. It Maori was, rugby used to be like that. Yes, exactly. And, and usually Maori rugby is like that, but just watching the Fijians play the, the way they did was just something special, I think, anyway. What do you reckon, Reno? Oh, I totally, totally agree with you guys 100%. Uh, they deserve to win that game, and... They free flow through. It's like watching when they play as kids in yes. their backyard. Yep. They all come together in their, in their tribes, have a game, throw a ball around, and just go for it. Yep. You know what they can do in the sevens, and they showed it to us uh, last weekend in the 15s, and that's uh, Māori rugby at its best back in its heyday. Mm. And, hey, the Fiji's done a Māori game to the Māori boys. Yes. And we won't see that today, I don't right. think, in the conditions. No. But no. i tell you what, entertaining to watch, and, uh, and you guys are right. That's just the way we are as Māori. Uh, we recognise a team that deserves to win and they played to win and mm-hmm. played the better of the two. So, uh, you know, that's just the way we are as uh, Māori. And, hey, we just hope our boys can uh, turn around and bounce back and go hard. I just wish we, uh, as I've always said, I'd love to see more games, but we're like a fourth rate in the New Zealand rugby. Well, that we, yeah, we, we definitely do need to uh, play more more games. Um, that is for sure. The Māori do need to play more games, I think, mm-hmm. just to help the development um, of rugby, in particular in other countries. I, I, I agree, Keith. In fact, I reckon that's what whoever the powers that be for Māori rugby are need to front up to the IRB and say, look, we've got like a maybe second, third string up-and-coming all Blacks in the Māori team mm. that are willing to be like a Harlem Globetrotters team, a yes. promotional side that goes around the world and, and plays the third second, third-tier countries to promote yep. the game. Yep. Um, especially the style of Māori rugby, it's, it's a lot more entertaining when you let the boys cut loose, then it is, say, like watching the All Blacks, more structured yeah. uh, approach to footy. So I reckon, yeah, Māori powers that be need to sort of uh, put their proposal to the IAB and say, hey, look, we've got a, a version of the Harlem Globetrotters, but in rugby, uh, a New Zealand Māori team yeah. that's willing to, uh, you know, go around the world. And we have seen that, uh, what was it, last year or the year before, when they took on a couple of those up and coming South American countries. Yes. Um, fantastic. Chile, and, and, and good for their game as Brazil. well. Brazil, yeah. I, I, yeah, because we went to Brazil, we went yeah. to Chile. Oh, I don't know if a team, if a New Zealand team's ever been to Chile, but but we uh, we got our team over there, um, and, and no doubt, you know, I mean, it, would, it was something, you know, because there were some good crowds that went along to those, to those games, and you know, that's what helped is helping, I think, develop the game of rugby. Not just the game of rugby, because this is the Māori we're talking about too, eh, Reno? We're talking about the Māori. With the Māori team goes the people, the culture, the mana as well, doesn't it? Oh, I totally, totally agree with you again. Um, they just need to expand it. Yes. Look, if I talk to you in regards to rugby league world side of things, and JT knows this as well, uh, you've got your... Uh, teams that are playing against each other. You've got your Fijians, Samoans, Tonga. You've got the uh, Kiwi team there as well. There's these little comps that are going on. 
rugby needs to develop there because mm. the league's going to go forward with it. Yes. And they've got all these different... They know the uh, strengths in areas, especially with the Pacific game. Yeah. And for people around that table at the uh, New Zealand Rugby Football Union not to recognise that, they harp and harp about getting the Pacific Island team into the Super yeah. Rugby Comp, which won't happen. No. We know that. Not, Why not, not develop happen. it during the international game? Yeah. I and agree. get our Māori played, maybe an Australian Aboriginal team, uh, Pacific Island teams. We just need to create a little comp. Yes. If they've got Pacific Nations, Four Nations, or what do they call it in the uh, Rugby League world? Mate, we'll be talking about this in 10 bloody years. I agree. I I'll tell agree. you he'll take over. I'll tell you he'll take over. Mm. It'll be the Black Ferns. Mm. They've already stepped into the market now as a curtain raiser for the New Zealand-Australian test. Yeah. That was huge when they brought that in last year. Uh, the NRL have already done that when they've had the finals in mm. State of Origin series. Mm. You know, So it's about time they started recognising our Indigenous people who are in our country creating this blooming competition because the only time they want to know us is when the haka need to be upgraded. Mm, true. And the Māori culture side of it has to come into the mainstream of the all-black rugby. It's mm. the only time we get recognised, man. Mm. And they put them out there in front of the uh, teams coming out doing the haka and everything, welcome them on. Pisses me off. Yep. So, so you, Take it back to the team. I'll bring, I'll bring it to you, JT, because, you know, um, the development of rugby league is kind of going in a... Well, I think it's doing a lot um, better... Then, then certainly what um, the rugby uh, uh, ways are doing. I mean, uh, you you brought along our man, um, uh, who's the Jamaican um, Romeo, who, who's the Jamaican uh, coach. You know, and obviously you know, they've got people like that in, in these small little areas who are uh, who are trying to develop the game of rugby league, aren't they, uh, JT? Yeah, well, well Romeo is an interesting story because they all started out playing rugby union, but then they had sounds like, sounds like they came up against similar obstacles to what we're facing there back home in New Zealand with um, the administrators that run the game. Mm. And, uh, it's all about them, and uh, anything that looks slightly different or slightly askew of what what is considered the norm, they they turn their you know they turn their toffee dances up at it. And so Romeo and a few others thought Stuffy will will go and play rugby league, and so that's yeah. what they've done. Right. And right. I, you know, we spoke about this several times. I remember saying something last week about the rugby union situation at home. I, you know, like you just touched on, Keith, you know, oh, we'll put the Māoris out there to do a haka, and after they can bugger off and, you know, yeah. back of the grass and eat a pie and some chips, and, you know, we won't acknowledge them again. But uh, I, I like Ra's idea, actually, of using them as a like a promotional vehicle to yeah. tour the world, um, you know, and play with some of those lesser nations, and Good for rugby, but more importantly, good for our country. Yes, people. So uh, yeah, whether or not absolutely. those, I agree. Whether or not those stuffy nose, stuffy nose people at the IRB will agree to it, they might say, "Oh no, that only helps New Zealand rugby. We don't want that." So uh, look, it's it's a battle ahead, and, and certainly rugby league has, has got its own issues with regards to promotion of the game. And um, look, uh, I think if it's good for the for our people, I mean, in Māori, like Ringo was speaking mm. about, then yeah, go mm. for it. Yeah, because it's not just about getting the game developed, but it's about getting our culture, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, into, you know, well, just showing off our, our own culture too, isn't it, Ra? Oh, it is, Keithy, and it's, it's all, it's, it's the whole package, and, uh, you know, and, and uh, we as Māori, um, we've, we've got, uh, we have got that full package, not just uh, as athletes, but also uh, in terms of, uh, you know, sort of imparting our culture and, and our ways, but... Uh, you know, a little known fact about rugby, and, and this is usually, you know, what JT sort of goes on about the hierarchy of the, of, uh, of of union is that uh, apparently if it wasn't for the French rugby union, who actually spread 
the world game in amongst the majority of the countries. It wasn't mm. the IRB. Mm. The IRB sort of just kept it within that certain group, New right. Zealand, Australia, right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for the French and their free flying way of thinking, uh, we may not have gotten to a rugby world cup right. as as, right. as we did. So, you know, they they talking like us. They were spreading the game. They were Africa, spreading their, obviously. They running yeah. rugby around the world. Yeah. And all these tons of countries wanted to be a part of it. The IRB wanted nothing to do with them. Right. So thanks to the old French and uh, the rest of history now. So, hmm. Well, that kind of makes sense because if you look at cricket, a cricket, there's maybe 19 countries that play cricket consistently and obviously cricket comes from one place in particular, uh, from England. And, and obviously, they, you know, I don't know why it is, but they were kind of trying to keep it condensed within a, I don't know, within the colonial um uh, circles, I suppose. So that's elitism, certainly elitism. Yes, and that certainly makes sense to me. The French, who are more open, more yeah. open sort of uh, people. More choix de vie, as they call it, choix de vie. Is that what they call it? Well, I know, what, what, like whatever, whatever they did. I mean, because obviously they went and spread the game to the likes of Africa. You know, because you know we've got um, uh, South Africa, for for instance, Ghana. You know, a, a lot of those countries that, that were opened. Um, so, yeah. Obviously, it went from France to Italy, too. Uh, so, yeah. Well, thank well, goodness well, for the French. Well, we a lot of African colonies, Keithy, but lo and behold, if the IRB hadn't have opened the arms mm. to, to bring the French in even more, yep. the French would have gone down the rugby league path, and right. all those countries yes. would have probably been leaguey, well, you know, a lot more than rugby union. So, lucky that IRB sort of pulled their heads in. Yeah. Well, sometimes they need to, eh? Yeah. Sometimes they need to. Anyway, uh, Ray, let's talk about our uh, Poverty Bay final that's happening. Rugby Park, 3 o'clock kickoff. YMP, they go up against um, OBM. Should be a good game, eh? Oh, it should be. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those traditional rivalries again uh, between the black and whites, uh, the Magpies and uh, and OBM. Is you going to support OBM saying I'm supporting YMP, Keithy? <laughs> no, no, you, you, you'll be supporting <laughs> Probably. YMP. Probably. No, I mean, it's um, going to be a great game either way. I mean, you know, we know a lot of players, a lot of family on both sides, and, and yes. that's one of those uh, things of living in a small community. I, I hope they get a good support turnout for, for the match, and I, and I hope it's free, free-flowing, even though conditions may uh, dictate otherwise. Well, uh, well, what's interesting, I think it wasn't the weekend gone, but the weekend before, YMP... Um, played OBM and and OBM, uh, you know they strutted through really forty nine ten I think mm. the score was in that particular game. Great game last weekend YMP over Waikahu, uh, so close. Went into extra time twenty one nineteen I think was the final score, and oh you know to just miss out on I don't know how they would have um, uh, done it. You know it could have been almost another draw. On Saturday, oh, yeah. so yeah, so, and, and, and good on the Kazis from Waikahu. I mean, you know, they've, they've uh, come from from nowhere the yep. last few seasons. So last, champ- yeah. last year's competing, champions, yep. yeah, <clears throat> competing with the big boys, and and they'll you know keep an eye on them for the future. I think they'll be even more competitive uh, in the next couple of seasons. But no, Keithy, I think uh, I think it's it's going to be a, a good game. And uh, no, go the black and whites. Go the go, go the magpies. I've got a, a friend of mine, um, Rayhana Wiley. He'll, he'll be playing his last game. He reckons, <laughs> he reckons in a a, a YMP uh, jersey. So just want to say best of luck to him and also all of the boys there. But uh, my heart is always it will always be for YMP. But my head's telling me OBM. So uh, 
Yeah. Let's go down the middle. I'll be down the middle, just like Rao Walker usually is. Yeah, stay on that fence, Keithy, so you don't fall off. Nuhaka and uh, Tapawai, that game's at 1 o'clock. That's for the Lou Patterson Cup, of course, Senior 1 competition. Uh, that, that should be another good game. Um, I haven't actually been keeping up with the Senior 1 games, so this one's a difficult one, but I do know that it was, uh, you know, we had Waikahu, we had Nuhaka, all the country, I think it was, and Ngarapa, they were all in the quarter uh, in the semi-finals, I mean. Uh, so, so it's just going to be a real interesting one. I'm saying, I want to say, go Nuhaka, because I'm pretty sure they haven't gotten that um, uh, cup yet, so... Yeah, love it to go yeah. over there. It would for be sure. good. It would be good if they could, uh, if they could sort of, you know, they could take victory. But you're right. Uh, there's a bit of a resurgence in the country teams, and yes. even more so now that the Bay Rugby has that what country and town competition, eh? Yep. To select a, a rep team, uh, interesting times. Could be, uh, could be a draw though. Could be a draw, like how the Black Caps <laughs> in England did. Uh, now, Reno, how's um, your fellows' competition over there uh, in Pytel going, bro? Yeah, it's the uh, local round robin competition for the Tenge Valley Club teams. Uh, that wraps up this week, and we'll find out next week who the seven finalists will be. And then on the uh, 3rd of August, uh, all over in Te Aroha, uh, is where the finals will be in two weeks' time. Then we'll have a break, and then uh, get back into a Heartland Championship. Uh, Tenge Valley up against uh, your province, Poverty Bay, on the 24th yes. of August in Pairo. Uh Stay so trying to defend the uh, Meads Cup. So, yeah, last round robin for the club teams uh, today, mate. Uh, semi-finals next week, finals the following weekend, and a fortnight end of August, um, we have a heartland. So the boys have been, uh, early boys have been in training and didn't do too bad last Saturday down in Wanaka uh, with the Shield match. And yeah, no, things are progressing well, mate, and the youngsters and everything, representative stuff's all kicking in now. Yes, I know, it's, it is it is starting to kick in. Um <laughs> What are the Valley Boys feeling like? Did they won it last year, didn't they? Yes, of course they did. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah so they that, did it the hard they'll, way. They'll be keen they to go to, away. Uh, went, yep. went down south. Yeah, yep. like yep. everyone had written them off, you know. I know, but, uh, I they remember. They got there in the end, and they caused a big upsets in Timaru, and uh, being in South Canada, being in Whanganui, they've been strong for many years in yep. the heartland. So uh, now they've gone really... well. They've had a couple of good wins in pre-season stuff. Yeah. Uh, just taking one game at a time, a young team, and tell you what, they looked pretty good last week against a... Uh, Top team uh, Tiger for the Shield Challenge. They were ahead at half time, and uh, when they brought on the Super Rugby boys, things just change. It tells you the difference in fitness levels yeah, and yeah. speed of uh, to the two divisions. That's all it is. Yeah. Now I think they'll be pretty confident, but uh, Poverty Bay in a few weeks, uh, we know they'll be hard, mate. Your team from there, uh, every team, then they head away to Whanganui. So it will be tough, uh, especially being the defending champions, and we see how they go. They've got a few new young guys in the team. Uh, got a Frenchman, uh, Rafael Abenez who's uh, part of the uh, coaching structure now hmm. for the Valley Boys. But things are working very well. There's a lot of changes uh, in the club itself, uh, but the uh, board inside of things, uh, new CEO, new RDO, uh, rugby development officer. And I tell you what, he's turned a few heads because uh, he can call it all Māori. Hmm. And he wants to uh, launch a team Māori men's team okay. and a wahine team as well. Right. So uh, it's a different approach for uh, some of those old uh, grey-headed fellas that have been there for 100 years. So. Yeah. He's bring, brought in his way, do it his way, and changing things around at the Valley Union. So you can only see what happens in the future going forward, mate. Okay. Moving on now, uh, great to see Ryan Fox. He hit, was it 30 in the first round, uh, of course, with the British Open happening over in Ireland, I believe. 
and uh, your neck of the woods there, uh, uh, JT. <laughs> Actually, it's interesting, Keith, because we call him my home uh, from the Cliffs of Moor, which is one of the scenic sites out here, and they're all glued to the set, the locals, because, um, all glued to the TV, yeah. rather, because there's a local lad named Shane Lowry, with an American bloke called Shane, uh, J.B. Holmes, so oh, yes. yeah, keep an eye on Shane Lowry, and he'll certainly be, Irish Isles will be smiling on Sunday if he can get the job done. Indeed, indeed. Uh, and of course, well, I think it was the two big boys. Uh, Tiger had a terrible day on day one, as did uh, Rory McIlroy. Uh, they they weren't too flash, but uh, you know maybe they've still got chances. Uh, it's going to be an interesting day uh, over there. What else is happening, real quick, uh, out there around the world, uh, Marino? Yeah, I suppose uh, we may touch on it just briefly during the uh, show. Uh, Bex Mahoney, uh, first female woman referee to uh, do the Rainfield Shield game today. Mm. So that's huge for her. She actually uh, debuted and refereed her first last ever Heartland game yes. uh, for Tent Valley. So that was last year. Uh, likewise with the uh, young lady, Belinda Sharp, uh, debut inspirational, being the first referee for the big game there. Yep. Uh, big game tomorrow uh, for the ABs in Argentina. Uh, 13 of the Hagueres. Will be uh, playing against the ABs. Um, when you think about it, mate, uh, they could win this game and they should win it because they'll play together right through. And uh, mm. we're in the mm. Super Rugby final where the All Blacks are all kind of uh, everyone's getting a go. Yeah. And they're not really playing together as a gel team. So, especially at home, yep. we could see an upset tomorrow. Okay. Well, it's interesting. It's the all, get, well, yeah. the All Blacks, game one, they always come off pretty rusty, don't they? Well, usually, yeah, yeah very rusty. So yeah. this would be the opportunity for them uh, as a strong unit in the Super Rugby franchise mm. uh, to show what they can bring. Indeed. Um, they'll realise, too, it's not the uh, a all-black team. But, yeah, that's another big one there. See what happens. Um, uh, the Nepal Silver Ferns, yes. uh, what a hell of a game there was against Salty, 49-50. Maria would have got that goal. would have been 50 each. Um, I don't know if we would have gone to Super Over, but I love the uh, concept of... Uh, Nolan with Cure, uh, they'll build up, and we know they play against England, uh, which is going to be extremely hard with their crowd over there in the semi-final. Australia will play against uh, South Africa, but I suppose the big news of the Nipple World Cup is uh, Jamaica, first time in a long time, yes. they've been knocked out of the uh, Unreal. finals, you know. Mm. Yeah, first time. So England England will be very, 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 we'll have to be on our A game. They'll be hard to beat, Especially uh, at home, eh? They'll, they'll have a home crowd yeah. like anything. So, you know, and... Uh... Oh, Totally. Uh, you know, New Zealand and England haven't been going too well in the other, other sports or in one other particular no, it, sport it, in the World Cup, yeah. eh? Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah, and the other thing is too, uh, following uh, Supreet Singh, uh, football ferns captain Ali, uh, Ali Riley, uh, has joined uh, German mega football club Bayern yes. Munich. Yes. Uh, when you're talking of clubs like that, it's not million dollar clubs, it's um, billion dollar clubs. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's massive for our two uh, Kiwi players. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just trying to think. Oh, yeah, Singh, because I tell you what, he was just lightning in the um, in the uh, um, what's that league? What uh, in in the uh, thing league anyway? Uh, for the for, for the Phoenix for the, well, the thing <laughs> league, the thing league. You know, I like that. <laughs> the Phoenix. Well, yeah, I know you played for the Phoenix, but yeah, he, the A League, mate. The A League. That's it. The A League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that see, is. Keithy, you've still got ball in hand on your mind. Um, and, and the other news too: if uh, Australia don't win the Rugby World Cup this year, uh, Michael Cheek is going to quit. 
Okay, poor thing. Poor th- well, the, he might as well just resign now, I think. I don't think they're going to win it. <laughs> might as well resign. Argentina got a better shot. Argentina got a better shot at winning the uh, Rugby World Cup than um, I think Aussie do. Especially now that Flau's not in there. <laughs> I-, I reckon See, anyway. he was at the bloody nipple, eh? Holy hell. Good on him. Good on him. Well done. Upset my, he, upset my he, he must he have had a GoFundMe page, bro. He had a GoFundMe page to get him over there, probably, eh? Top notch. <laughs> Most probably. Top notch. Well done. We, we should send him some of our... <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, what else has been happening, um, Reno? Yeah, that's pretty well about it uh, on the sporting side of it. Uh, everyone's talking the golf, too. Uh, the Cricket World Cup's done, dusted. Um yeah, Tour de France is still going, if you love the yes. push bikes. Mm. Um, yeah, some of the interesting naming of sports that are going to come out in the future of uh, the Olympics. I think breakdancing about a month ago break was uh, announced. Um, breakdancing, yeah, was one of that you, Keithy, you and Minzit, get the old glove <laughs> on, do your bop pants again. Uh, Make the Olympic a team. a dye down the side of your head. Going to go for the um, New Zealand breakdancing team for the Olympics, eh? That could be Razor, Razor, Razor Robinson will, man, he's got the moves. Indeed he does. Anyway, that wraps us up here on Full Time. Our last thing that we need to do, however, is to get our wings that has built up over the week, uh, for sure, to get them out there. Uh, that's what. That's the part of the show that we like to call... Put the boot in! My Put the Boot in is actually going out to myself, because I had, on Wednesday... When we had um, our halftime show, I had it in my mind to um, to talk about Poirier being played at Lords, but it just I don't know it slipped my mind. There were so many other things to talk about uh, concerning cricket uh, and that Cricket World Cup, which are, which is so great that um, the the song Poirier slipped from my mind that it was played over there in Lords. So the for me, my boot goes into myself. Put the boot in! Yeah, there's a double put the boot into myself uh, morning. Uh, mine's going into myself for uh, bagging. Is it Trent Bolt? So I think it is. Um, the guy who uh, has airway connections uh, from the coast here, he was pretty broken about their loss and uh, he was sort of all, you know, on, on media going on that, you know, um, he was sort of blaming himself and I felt a bit sorry. I thought, man, that, that's a man who can sort of really kind of um, own up, take responsibility and then not sort of, you know, blame anything else but their own performances. But I, I felt sorry for him because you could see they tried. He was very disappointed. So, yeah, um, get him next time there, Trent. Uh, so the boot goes into me. Put the boot in! Yeah, I'm undecided which way I'm going to go here for Put the Boot in. I was going to go mainstream media for no coverage on the New Zealand Māori rugby mm. game. But the other one mm. kind of gets me is that guy who's always looking bloody orange. And always stands in front of people who want to stand behind him, chanting, send her back, send her back. And then he has the audacity to say he didn't have a chance to stop that. as his mate, you're a joke. Uh, reversing the criticisms, Donald Trump. I tell you what, he really gets your wick up in the way he's heading. Uh, he is going to be the president uh, in 2020 because he's got a certain type of clientele that's going to support him. They dominate three other states over there. And, man, the way he goes... It's going to be horrible times ahead. So uh, into the uh, orange guy. No, not the elections guy either. The orange guy with the uh, rest of Keithy's here. I'll put the boot into him. <laughs> put the boot in! Here, I'm just a bloke from Pūrua, a.k.a. P-Town. This guy must be a bloke. He's a bad guy. He's a 
a bit of a complaint about kids going to watch the movie The Lion King. Yeah. Well, Dopey, The Lion King is a movie especially for kids. Well, I'm this also has the audacity to say that he has no qualms in going and tell kids to shut up watching them while during the movie. Well, if you told my kids to shut up watching the movie, bro, you wouldn't see the end of it. So, uh, Mr. Hikawita Ferris of The Lion King, are you the Wayne King? That's my put the boot in. <laughs> put the boot in! <laughs> You there, Keith? You got a filthy mind, Keith. You got a dirty mind there, Captain of Full Time. Look at him. I thank you. Means no worries. Oh, Hakuna Matata for sure. Hakuna Matata. I was an idiot. Yeah, actually, that's who I was going to put the beat into what I forgot all about. I saw him getting on a bad boat before I said, What? How old are you, 10? It's oh, like, no. you know, that was ridiculous. Like, uh, the, yeah, isn't like, like for, you know, sort of young children or something, and he's this adult guy. Get on about that. Oh, please, go and, watch, uh, go and watch the next Top Gun movie. That's on the way out. I know. Well, I, I don't understand why they're bringing out Top Gun 2. Like, wasn't that like 20 years ago? Well, almost 30, wasn't it? Probably 30. Yeah, yeah, closer to 30, I reckon. I reckon it was closer to 32. I mean... Uh, okay, yeah. but whatever. Oh, but I, I, I don't know. This guy that was moaning about not taking their kids to... That's just ridiculous, isn't it? Just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> He's a king indeed. <clears throat> yep, JT. What was his name, Wayne? <laughs> oh. oh. My my mind's all over the place. What was your put the booty in again there, Reno? Oh, it slipped my mind. Raz <laughs> oh, uncle. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Actually, actually there, there's a reason for uh, the people reckon his hair's got control of his mind. That hair, that orange hair, bro, it's controlling his every action. I tell you, it's got a life of its own. I mean, it was just... Man, how orange, how orange uh, is he? His, his and orange the camera skin, angles yeah. on the TV's orange is. I know. Uh, uh, I don't know. He is he is Uncle Oompa Loompa right. Uh, he, doesn't <laughs> just, he just does not look right, man. Does, I don't know what he does with his skin, but whatever it is, it's just absolutely You pathetic. hear those people going, send her back. It's yes. like, what the I, I know. And, 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 and what I heard is that what he was trying to do when he heard the crowd say, send her back, he was trying to stop them. That's what he said. He was wanting to see, was trying to make them stop them. But, he, you know, the, sh- the footage that we saw <laughs> yeah. was completely different yeah. from what, the, what yeah. he was trying to say that he was <laughs> trying to do. It's uh, having a big smile on his face as he's stopping somebody. It's brilliant. Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. Honestly, and, and I agree with what people are saying. Eh? He's like the modern day Hitler. Uh, man. Probably a bit hard to say that, but <laughs> well, so the way, where his actions are, some are saying it. Yeah, yeah. But you know what the worst thing is? A lot of those fools that believe in him, that's, that's a scary thing. You know, he's a guy. Know. He's yes, a guy who's yes. put to be running I a comedy know. television show, and he's oh, running he's... the. You know, a country, uh, man, it's ridiculous. Hilarious. It's not just ridiculous, it's hilarious. It's scary as what it is, bro, I'll tell you. Oh, funny to me. Yeah, you're right, Ra. You're right. Anyway. You know, as as much as we laugh about it, yeah. Anyway, Ra, Walker, wonderful to have you back on board once again uh, here on Full Time. Look forward to, well, tomorrow, of course, we've got our special um, uh, rugby, our special rugby uh, well, a full-time rugby special 
that will be on um, tomorrow <laughs> on our podcast. Uh, awesome to have you on board once again, bro, and we'll look forward to catching up with you tomorrow. Yeah, and hopefully we're not sort of saying, uh, you know, sad news that the ABs haven't gone down to the, I was going to say the Hagawiris, the Pumas, but uh, it should be a good game. Indeed. Uh, Reno, always great to be able to catch up with you, bro. Look forward to catching up with you tomorrow, eh? Yeah, yeah, look forward to it uh, tomorrow morning. And uh, just to uh, just to reiterate what we talked about on Wednesday, uh, the passing of a good man when it comes to sports radio, especially Niwi Radio, yes. uh, to the whanau uh, of Ken Edwitter. Yes, absolutely. JT, I uh, hope that you uh, enjoy the remainder of your little trip over there in Ireland. Uh, and great to be able to catch up with you too there, bro. Yeah, thanks, Keith. It's an absolutely beautiful place. I went to one of the pubs last night and I sort of came off second best, I think, this morning. But uh, we'll have another crack tomorrow. It's the big wedding day. And uh, head off down to Barcelona early next weekend and across to Rome where I'll be next weekend for the nice. show. So roam if you want to. Roam around the world <laughs> without wings, without fear. Is it our